0: they keep moving forward. Call me Lifetime, bitch, because
1: I'm bringing the drama. When they go low, we go high.
0: What I now know is that we all
1: become exactly what you believe. This is the Courage Convo's podcast. It's been far too long,
0: girl. Are we waiting for G? No. I think, yeah. It's already rolling? Yeah, it's already rolling Oh, I didn't know that Why the fuck you didn't tell me? I would've, yeah. <laughs> I would've started already, oh, already We should lead us in here I mean,
1: we can have some background noise
0: just, Yeah. Alright, what's good y'all? This is the Courage Convo's Podcast I'm your host, T I'm Domino and on my ride up here, it's so beautiful outside. I was just thinking, you know, what? I think it's time to bring back the Urban Therapist.
1: Oh, my God. The weather. The weather.
0: The weather is beautiful outside. Snow like is if, off the ground. This is going to be what the summer is going to, like, feel like somewhat. Mm-hmm. Oh, <sighs> uh, man. This, this Might is Might have is to precursor. be single for a little while. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You ain't going no fucking <laughs> way. <where. laughs> nah, That's this
1: weather's kidding. uh. This weather's pretty good, man. So the summer so I think spring is gonna dictate the summer. So either we gonna have a another one indoors or we gonna be good and gonna be a lot of pregnancies, there's gonna be a lot of wildin' out, drunk nights, not sober nights.
0: Yeah, no, my friends already told me not to get pregnant. Um, I mean this summer. And I, I think I owe it to them to, to, <laughs> owe <it> to, them. <laughs> to not get pregnant this Not summer. your
1: body, not the relationship I owe it to them.
0: Um, So we could just have one last hurrah before, you know, next year I'm like barefoot and pregnant and all these other stuff.
1: Oh, you already got plan.
0: Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, it's, it's about that time.
1: All right, just make sure.
0: Just make sure what?
1: (laughs) Nah, because niggas be like, you know, I don't know if you still like the honeymoon stage or not. And niggas be like, yo, this is the best thing I ever had in my life. Then it's like, you don't, I I don't feel like you really know somebody Until like a year and a half, two years in. So it's like, make sure that this is the nigga.
0: Well, when are you? When are you not in the honeymoon stage already? Because it's been a year now.
1: Um. I think you kind of know when you're not in the honeymoon stage. It was I don't like, in the honeymoon stage it was you Like anymore. you know when you stop. You know like I, f- I feel like the honeymoon stage. You think like everything everything about this person is perfect. They can do no wrong. But then when, once you start to get comfortable and you settle in, and like yeah, I hate the way this nigga chew. I love him, but the way this nigga blink pisses me off, or like some shit like that.
0: No, I'm, not, I'm okay with the way uh, he chews. I do hate that like when he takes showers. He fucking leaves the towel Like on the bed The wet towel on the bed Like that shit really And he leaves doors open Every fucking where Like close the fucking door Like why are the doors open? So you know I'm going sh- to walk into this shit
1: So that shit might be hereditary and That shit might be passed down to your child
0: But he, he knows how I feel about that So he's starting to do a little bit better about that But like even when he, like, he, he cooks Like he doesn't cook and clean He just cooks
1: I'm just saying, make Just be <sighs> as nah, certain as you he's, can He's the one Okay just I'm just saying be assert- I I've, I've I've been there. <laughs> I thought she was the one.
0: I've never been there.
1: Oh, see I mean
0: just take a little bit of time. How do you Listen you never ask A little how old you? The fuck I'm asking you though I'm 32 <laughs> oh, yeah, You got a little bit of. You know. Nah man You don't When you When you reach a certain age It's time for you to start Thinking about certain stuff Also I think I When guess. you reach a certain age You have to know What you're looking for So that you're not To the point where Just like Maybe this might not Be the one Like I feel like We've had these discussions Like at a very early Point mm-hmm. In our relationship That I know like Okay yeah Yeah when people
1: people also get caught in that mindset so it's like yo I'm this age so I have to be doing this by this age it's like no you don't who the fuck dictates that but you stop trying to keep up with everybody else whenever well, you feel it's right it's different right.
0: for women cause women have a biological clock
1: I mean true
0: um but even so even if Aaron turned out to not be the one like I know that he would still be a good father alright so I'm I'm good either way but as as yeah long sure he's not going nowhere okay I ain't going nowhere alright cool
1: Congratulations Thanks <laughs> Already
0: You'll be front seat At the wedding
1: yeah, Okay Let's Make sure Um, Since I kind of Facilitated that you know. Oh gosh Here you go I'm You're that never shit, going never. To let never. that go Are you Never Because you were So adamant <laughs> about Fuck these dating sites Oh
0: my gosh Speaking of um, All the good stuff That happened last year To me I just came up On my one year Anniversary of me Leaving my job Hooray So I'm very proud Of myself Good for you um, It's been a long road So Tell me about it <laughs> I just, I just want to give myself praise I pat, I pat right pat now A on the back yeah. like yeah, I did it one year for, for sticking through it And you know actually saying that this is something that I want to do And actually making this shit happen Do you so, feel like you
1: can maintain this? I do because we don't know Because this pandemic Shocked everybody Everybody didn't know Where their next dollar a meal was coming from So do you yeah, feel I like Yeah I
0: not either But I w- I've been through A whole year of it So it's just like If I've been through A whole year of it What makes me not be able To go through another Year of it Because life um, happens that's true. prepared for, but you know,
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you made it a year. A year, 365 days is not easy.
0: No, it's not.
1: Not having a steady paycheck. But yeah, that's that's dope, man. I,
0: I have been working on some new stuff, so I'm excited to like bring that to the forefront in a couple months. So, mm. yeah, I'm excited. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear that. Um, all right, so today I wanted to discuss. A very serious topic, guys.
1: A courage convo. A you courage
0: will. convo. We haven't had one in a while, mm. and this is what this show is all about. So, I wanted to discuss, disgust. I wanted to discuss. It's okay. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate. See, that's why. That's why you, my friend. <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk about uncomfortable conversations with your friends. Have you ever had to have one of those? And I don't, well, yeah, I (sighs) guess you could say like telling your friend his rap is, his music is bad.
1: I mean, difficult. I mean, I think the older I've gotten, the easier it's gotten because I guess the less I give a fuck. Because at some point, you know, when you try to have a, conversation like that with one of your friends it becomes like cringe for you and you don't want to make that person feel bad but if you look at it you know if you take yourself out of it you're kind of looking out for them and their benefit and you know trying to put them on the right path or just keep them abreast of stuff hmm. i've had a bunch of those you know relationships friendships uh yeah from like little shit like yo, your breath stank to like yo, I don't want to talk to you no okay, more. Okay, let's
0: unpack that. <laughs> let's let's unpack that. Okay, because how do you tell your friend that their breath stinks?
1: Like it was to the point where like my friend was in my face, like he was just like really close. I was like, yo, your breath stink. <laughs> I ain't, like I like I ain't out him like out like I didn't like say it out loud. I was like, yo, my man, your breath stink. But like but like we was younger. And then when, what I found out was, like, the nigga wasn't brushing his teeth in the morning. He was brushing his teeth at night, thinking that like that.
0: Oh, he thought he just He, he thought just that good. shit carried
1: over to the morning, but you sleep with your oh. mouth open and all that shit. I'm like, yo, your breath is crazy.
0: But he, how young were you? We was, like, 13, So So I young. feel like that's different.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't, like, a crazy conversation. It was just like, yo, you my nigga. Your breath, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel like once you get a little bit older, like, when you're younger, your feelings... Z- that type of stuff doesn't really bother you as much. I thought much. that was common sense, though. Um, what, telling somebody they breasted? No,
1: like, you know, hygiene. Like, yo, brush your teeth when you wake up in the morning before you go to school, before you go out somewhere, just so you, you know.
0: Some people weren't taught that.
1: But not the fact that you brush your teeth at night and thinking that shit carry over to the next morning.
0: <laughs> Some people weren't taught that. I,
1: okay, cool, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, That's like
0: people taking a bath at nighttime. They don't feel like they have to take a bath. The next morning Some people don't take
1: a bath The next morning Like you Do a quick little wash up you know, Yeah You don't gotta you know Take like 15-20 minutes In the shower You do a little quick little Five minute wash up Hit the You know the T zone The fucking V zone The T zone Yeah You know
0: Yeah like some Some people just Weren't taught that Some people just I don't know mm. It's weird But I feel like when you're younger That type of stuff Doesn't really bother you as much It's when you get older You have to actually like Tell people like Yo the path that you're going down Right now Is not the right path um, or even with like I feel like it's easier For me to speak to Someone I'm in a relationship with Than it is for me To talk to my friends Like me telling my friends Yo That nigga That you fucking with Is not the right nigga Yeah because It's hard Because you don't know How they're gonna take it Sometimes They're still gonna be Fucking with the nigga Because Nine times out of ten We still do
1: mm-hmm. It's not even um, Nine times it's ten times out of ten
0: Or like Say if your friend Is just like an alcoholic Mm. And you see them, like, going down the wrong path. Like, how do you tell your friend, like, yo, you need to chill on that stuff?
1: At some point, you just got to let them do what they want to do. You can talk to you blue in the face. You can give them all the help. You can, you know, just be the the shoulder to cry on. You could be the open air. You can lend a hand. But it's just like at the end of the day, they still going to do what they want to do. They, they might take heat. Don't nobody learn from shit until they actually go through the shit. So if you tell your friend to stop drinking and they just keep drinking... And they go to the doctor and find out something wrong with their liver or something like that. It was like, oh, it's from excessive drinking. Okay, so maybe I should stop drinking. It's not you telling. Words don't mean as much as we think they do. It's like the physicality of it. Like something has to physically affect you for you to get the point most of the time.
0: But what if it's physically affecting them and they still.
1: Then that's the bro they choose. They got some bigger demons to fight. It's like this is their coping mechanism. This is their. This is their pattern of how they deal with whatever they're going through. So it's just the fact of you can only do but so much. You got to worry about yourself, too, at the end of the day. Mm. I mean, you can only tell your friend "Be like, hey, I'm noticing X, Y, Z, and I don't think it's good for you. They take the information. They do what they want with it. I can't do shit else after that. I tried. I tried.
0: It's so hard. You know why? I think it might be harder for women or maybe it's just harder for me. But like I sat down with my friend the other day. And she asked me, she said, how do you feel about your your friendships? And I was like, "Huh, I never really thought about it. But after I sat and I, I thought about it for a while, I said, wow, I really think that I've outgrown some of my friendships. And the pandemic has made it a little bit easier because we have to social distance. So I, I'm not around them as often as I used to be. Mm. So now I actually took the time to just be like, yeah, I think that I love you, but I'm going to love you from a distance. Mm -hmm. and you and I are just not on the same path right now. So it's just been easier for me to not be bothered with some of them Mm -hmm. as much as I was before. Um, But even now, like, if I go out with them, I'm just like, I really don't even want to be here.
1: So that's a friendship. So why are you hanging on to this friendship that you really don't want? Is it to appease them? Is it not hurt their feelings? Like,
0: No, I don't think it's not to hurt their feelings. I think it's because sometimes I feel like,
1: You invested all this. I've invested
0: so much time in this person. Can't do that. In this relationship.
1: And we do that with shit with everything.
0: Everything, I know. It's really bad. That's
1: that's really fucked up and sadly. Yeah, we do that shit with work. We do that shit with friendships, relationships. Like, yeah, I've been with this person 10 plus years. I can't start over now. I got too much time invested. Yeah. You can literally start over and be like, yo, what served me 10 years ago don't serve me now. You gotta go. Job wise. I ain't been happy at this job in nine years, but I've been staying here because it's so hard to get a job out here. You know, this this job just ain't for me. It's not working for me. I want to do something else. But you stay there because you've been there so long. You cr- you've grown accustomed to the job. You do the shit with your eyes closed, and we do that shit all the time. We 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 need to break out of that habit.
0: Yeah. How do you break out of that habit though?
1: Just by th- you you wake up one day and be like, yo, just do it. Don't think about it. Just fucking do it. That's it it's that, so
0: weird because it was so easy for me to leave my job but like certain friendships it's just like ah,
1: you don't even have to I want to help you you don't even have to verbally say it just your actions you not being there you not answering calls or a text or something like that they, they'll they eventually get the hit and then if they hit you like yo what's wrong I feel like you've been avoiding me or why we ain't hanging out then you might have to have that difficult conversation like yo
0: but do you feel like we should have that conversation before it gets to like a ghosting period
1: uh Yeah, just to rip the Band-Aid off then, just so, you know, because they might be thinking one way and you're just on a complete opposite. And when you feel that way, you should deal with it when you exact at that point when you feel that way. You shouldn't have it linger on. But some people don't, you know, they don't know the right words. They don't know if it's the right time. You know, they think about the other person more than they think about themselves. Mm. So you try to take their feelings into consideration. Like, no, what about my feelings? i don't I don't want this extra baggage, I want it off my shoulders, and then we always think about that like, like yo what if type of shit like yo, what if they hit a switch and you know certainly they're on my same same wavelength, and then I cut them off before they got to their you know changing point you know it's 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 a bunch of shit like life is a game, man, you just we all trying to figure out how to play it ain't no manual to this shit,
0: it's tough,
1: it's tough. And we, when we, every day we just trying to find a way to navigate this shit and make it to the next day.
0: Do you feel like all your friends need to be on the same wavelength as you?
1: Not all of them, but I would like them to be somewhat there, aspiring to go there, you know? Because there's, there, there's friends, I was, I was just talking about this on my last show, matter of fact, where um, shit that me and my friends did when I was younger and then when I got to a certain point where I started taking other things more serious and they were still on the same bullshit, I was like, yo, these friends don't serve me no more. Because if we sitting out on the block, drinking, smoking, you know, going to the hood to chill, then at nighttime, we trying to find a party to go to, trying to get some girls. And we doing that for, you know, four or five years after a while, this shit get boring. But, you know, after you want to elevate and do something else and they still on the same shit, it's like, yo are y'all ever gonna grow up are y'all ever gonna you know aspire for more are y'all ever gonna want more at the time it was like nah i don't see this shit going nowhere so i started to distance myself from people i've known since i was fucking in grade school and they just didn't grow up and i was just like you know it men don't really have that talk we just stop talking to each other
0: yeah i had a friend one time and she um and we're still friends are Um, you (laughs) (laughs) No, we're, we're still friends, but, um, I mean, we're, we're always going to be friends. She's like family, but Mm. there was a time, like, this is when I was still like living at home, but I had just got let go from a job. I was so depressed because I was like, I have no money. I really wanted to move out and I got like, let go over some like race. It was some racist shit that I found out afterwards from another lady that was working there. Mm. Um, but like, they called me to hang out and I was like, I don't have no money. Like, I don't understand which I don't understand about that. Like, I'm broke as fuck. They ended up just showing up at my house. My mother, obviously she gave me money to go hang out or whatever, but uh-huh. it got to the point where like, I was just carrying around so much like negative energy that they were just like, yo dog, I cannot do this anymore. So like, I'm willing to leave you over there. And it <laughs> right. hurt because I would see like them go out
1: uh-huh. and
0: do shit, like go out for each other's birthday. And I'll just be like, yo, why didn't I get invited? And,
1: I don't want to be around your energy.
0: Yeah, a couple years back, like we had a conversation, was just like yo, you're not in the space that you are that you are in now. Back then, exactly. And that shit was just I I couldn't be around it. It's draining. And yeah, and I I appreciated that. I will say that I I would have liked to have a conversation beforehand, but sometimes that obviously doesn't happen because even with you having a conversation with somebody beforehand, it doesn't mean it's gonna be received. Right. And you always have to be wary of stuff like that. But I also had another friend. <sighs> this friend.
1: Oh, tell me about it. That that, that yo, that side is like yeah, This he
0: one. <laughs> Love him to death. One of my closest friends. But um, I try not to get involved in like my friends' relationships. Mm. Um, and this relationship just was not going anywhere. And he wanted to know like what the person was doing online and stuff. And I was like, dog, I'm not telling you that.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: But I told him I was going to tell him for his own good. And he tried to explain to me, like, how do you know what's good for me? I'm like, bro, I'm not telling you what this girl is doing online. Like, <laughs> it's none of your business anymore. And what good is it going to do for you? If she's talking about you, you're going to be upset. If she's not talking about you, you're still going to be upset. So, like.
1: So, basically, it was somebody <laughs> that dated one of your friends. And then they broke up. It wasn't
0: my friend. It was. It was his girlfriend. It was his ex.
1: So you was friends with him first?
0: Yeah, I was friends with him first.
1: And then uh, obviously they dated and then you became friends with her.
0: We're not really friends. Not friends, but like like, acquaintances
1: like you know her, like you follow her and shit like that. And then they broke up and you still follow her on whatever. Yeah, I didn't know they broke up until that day though. Yeah, okay, got you. Yeah, (laughs) that's tough, man, because you kind of caught in the middle. So now you don't know what to do, but. At at that point, it's like, yo, I mean, that's different, though. Like, love shit is different. Where it's like, all right, I know you're going through something. You love this girl. You love this boy. Whatever the case. You're going through something. It'll pass. But it's certain shit that's, like, ingrained in certain people where they just, like, they just lack that thing. Where it's just like, yo, I, I'm comfortable doing this, so I'm going to keep doing this, The you know, as much as I can for the most time that I can and at some point it's like yo this isn't it's, it's very detrimental to your, to your growth as a person mm-hmm. it's like if I'm here and you here and we've been hanging around each other been doing the exact same things but it's just like I'm elevating more than you and you just don't seem to want to grow I can't have that baggage on me you just you just can at some point no matter how mu- how much you love the person no matter how many years you've known them just can't take everybody with you
0: that's true you really can't take everybody with
1: you and we gotta stop trying to take everybody with us like
0: that's a fuck fact these people also. well not let fuck these people nah, but. It's, it's no hate and animosity
1: <laughs> like it's it's no hate and animosity but it's at a point where it's like yo fuck these people my my happiness comes before theirs.
0: that is true we do need to make sure we put our happiness before anybody else's um But yeah, it's just, it's always hard, especially when you've known somebody for a long time. So, but I think I'm just, I'm to the point right now. I'm just like, you know what? I have so much good things going on in my life right now. And every time I talk to you, it's just very draining. Like you ever be on the phone with somebody or just talking to them? You're just like, yo, this is a lot
1: this is a lot i can't do it yeah this
0: is a lot <laughs>
1: <can't>, like like, <laughs> like i can i feel the energy draining from my body yes. with every sentence that you say yes and it's at the point where now if it's like a one-time thing or maybe even a two-time thing where like somebody's going through something and they just need somebody Right. if you're to...
0: having a rough patch but I, it's like every understand. time
1: you got some drama it's like yo something happened on yes. facebook something happened with my mom something happened with my girl something i'm like dog maybe it's you maybe you're the problem
0: You
1: change something about you and don't come to me when you got a problem no more. Because every time you got a problem, it's it's like if it's like constant, like every week you just got something to unload on somebody. Nah, man, I can't I can't be there for you no more. Because you're physically draining me, and then that transfers of energy, and then I feel fucked up. Like I can't do that.
0: Mm, look at you talk about transfer energy,
1: but it, 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 it's it's true. Like you can <sighs> well, physically <it> does guys, <laughs> but you can physically feel drained talking to somebody. Whereas like. These problems are bullshit for one or it's just like you constantly have something going on and you're constantly looking for like a help for a help or a handout. Yeah, It's like, dog, I, I only got I but so got many it. hands. It's yeah. only so much I can do, bruh. Let's stick a,
0: stick a pin in that for a second. Not to like try to take over your show or anything because I know you guys talk about this stuff on your other podcast but mm. I had a discussion with babe the other day because obviously we both like to watch marvel movies right um and i i always watch like i'm not even joking like every single week i probably watch um infinity wars <laughs> i have a problem right. <laughs> but i love that movie so much so i said you know what i'm gonna go back and start watching everything like in in the timeline order mm. um but i was we were on the phone and we were talking and i was just like wait a minute so were the infinity stones like crystals
1: in a sense
0: because when you snap your fingers you're pretty much like manifesting
1: i mean every every, every stone has a different power but
0: yeah but yeah. when when tony snapped his fingers he right. got rid of thanos and everybody else right mm-hmm. so did they die or did they go into another like no they're dead they're dead so he manifested it right I meant, I, because I, when he, he like his fingers. They didn't die. They just went into another, like, realm. No, they died. But he brought them back.
1: Yeah, because he went back in time and then they got the stones back. And then, I, I guess if you want to call it a manifestation, because
0: cool. what, what keeps them from coming back and saying, okay, we're going to go back and get the stones and we're going to do this thing all over again?
1: What do you mean? What stops them?
0: Like, what stops Thanos after, after, Tony snaps his finger, right, and they're gone. What stops him from saying, "We but, can, but we can do this"? Thanos
1: died twice. Thanos because they That's got the true. Thanos because they got the that. Thanos from the past, and they got the Thanos from the present time. So they killed present time Thanos. Then they went back in the past to 2013 or 14, and then that Thanos came to the present, and they killed that one. So basically, Thanos don't exist nowhere. So in every timeline, from he's now gone. on he's dead. Like future, he's dead. Present, he's dead. Past, he's dead. <laughs> huh. Unless somebody decides to bring him back, but you know that's comic books. They people die and come back all the time.
0: I didn't think about that, but I was like, huh. The stones are kind of like crystals.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. In if, a you way. Would, if you if you if you, you want to put it that way, yes, they're they're, they're crystals. See that yeah.
0: guy's alignment. <sighs> alignment
1: Women we gonna find a way to fucking take what we Listen, love and just turn it into oh you know
0: because yeah. it's it's kind of like you use the stones for like each stone that we have each crystal we have is for something like
1: i mean thanos did have a point though with that whole you know snapping everybody shit <laughs> Nigga had a point
0: what was his point
1: because he wanted to get he got rid of half Of living things in the universe, right? So, if you get rid of half of the living things that are in the universe, you have more resources for the other half. So, you know, you know how like you know you driving somewhere in this Russia, i was just mad traffic. If you cut everybody in half, ain't no more traffic. It's food for everybody. Everybody got places to live. Animals they run more free. It's like. It's it's too many kinda people like here using like up too many resources. Now. Yeah, it's too many people here using up too many resources. That's how you get pollution and homelessness and hunger and war and all this shit. It's like Thanos kind of had a point, but it's to the point where you snap people that I love that didn't have nothing to do with it. Like you snap kids, yeah. dogs and shit. somebody's mom is like, my mom dogs, like, my had nothing to do with this, bro. But he, but he didn't he didn't discriminate. He said half. Don't give a fuck who it is, what it is, half. He ain't say half of the bad people. He ain't say get rid of all of the bad people, all he the good people. Half. He just said half.
0: yes, Did you watch WandaVision? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? It was cool. It was.
1: It, it dealt with more like her trauma and emotion more than actual like action. It was it was it was sad. But the it internet's so nasty. Good. Internet's a nasty place. What happened on the internet? <laughs> nah, how you how they try to turn vision to a sex symbol? <laughs>
0: what you ain't see that shit no
1: yeah they tried to turn vision into a sexist i guess I, heard, was...
0: I seen them turn him with a he had a kofi on his head
1: yeah because it, <laughs> it, it was a, it was a scene in there where i guess vision was looking like zaddy and everybody was like all in the uproar it was like gay men and women It was like it, it's it's one I scene where zaddy. he had on like a turtleneck and shit and i guess he just looked good to everybody and like the internet went crazy they turned his name to vishon <laughs> <laughs> like they gave him like a (laughs) do-rag they gave him a chain they gave him tattoos and shit they did all this wild shit i'm like yo this is a fictional character first of all this is a white man in costume second of all this is a fictional character he's a robot too (laughs) so i was like you know cool y'all y'all want to fantasize i'm all about fun on the internet but i love i love my people but y'all take it too far sometimes
0: Vishon, that Vish- is funny.
1: That was, it was funny as shit. Like, whole, the whole week and everybody was like, yo, Vishon. And it was like, yo, this nigga's from Wakanda because vibranium come from Wakanda and he's made out of vibranium. So it was like, oh shit, Wanda got jungle fever.
0: Um, I did see the other day that they were like, um, Marvel had went to Tyler Perry about um, some movies, and he was like, well, thank God because nobody wanted to see Madea meets the Avengers. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? <laughs> it would have been very bad if he filmed. Are they talking about filming in his studio? I don't know. It it could have been filming in his studio, but the way it it was written, it was just like, yeah, for him to direct it or something like that.
1: He wanted, nah, man, because we already got fucking Tyler Perry and Ninja Turtles. We got, um, he was a fucking I think he was like an action star. He was like a cop or some shit. That shit was yeah, horrible. That movie was not good. Was like Alex Stone was. It was something crazy. Yes. It was something crazy. That nigga was a Ninja Turtles. I was like, why is Tyler Perry? He was a
0: Ninja Turtles?
1: Yeah, he was Baxter Stockman. He was. He was the guy that eventually turns into a fly.
0: I don't. I don't think I saw that one.
1: Yeah. Nope. You, you. You don't need to.
0: Yeah. I don't. Doesn't sound like I got to do.
1: Yeah. Shit okay. was horrible.
0: <sighs> all right, guys. So I wanted to. Um. Sorry, I got. We got a little off track, but. You know, I don't get to see Domino that often. And when we text, it really don't be about shit. So
1: Yeah, it be about when you booking the shit and then.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And my apologies because this was supposed to come out like every single week. But I thought I had caught that thing
1: yeah he thought you had that thing man
0: and <laughs> I had to stay away for a little while just to be sure mm-hmm. to keep everybody safe and then the last episode that I had recorded with my two friends for some reason the audio shit is just not working so I'm not about to be using Zoom anymore
1: oh yeah I forgot about that, you
0: um, to that. I'm just gonna be coming to the studio because I don't know what the hell happened with the Zoom and the iCloud and the audio so it just got fucked so I apologize please do not cancel me <laughs>
1: I fucking hate Zoom.
0: I yeah. I don't
1: know if I hate Zoom because I like to be in the studio and I like to get the energy from people or I don't, I don't know if my Wi-Fi is trash. I
0: think I your just, Wi-Fi is just trash.
1: Probably. It's probably, you know, the latter. I it's don't know. It's definitely your Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I just hate Zoom. Like I, I just because like the first two times like, all right, cool, we have to do it. You know, we don't want to go to the studio. Somebody might be sick. You know, nobody knows what this thing is. Then after a while, I was like, yo. I can't be looking at y'all on this fucking screen It's
0: awkward. put
1: on the same type of show that we've been putting on. Like, I can't do it.
0: It's so awkward. When I was doing it with my friends, like, one friend was walking around. Her boyfriend was in the background. Like, it's just, it's so weird. And then
1: then it's that delay shit where you don't know where to talk and somebody else talking and you cut them off and they cut you off. It's it's.
0: It's also hard when you have a dog because Snow kept barking. Like, and I was just like, yo, I can't. Because you home. Home is like, 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 we're supposed
1: to, you know, you you get away from all this shit after you've done with your work. But now you bringing your work home and all the distractions from home, being like, "Oh, my room a mess. I got a dog, I got a boyfriend, my mom in the back." Yeah. it's like it's it's too it's much, hard. man. But you know, we get we better get used to Zoom because everything's being done through Zoom. <laughs> everything's doing done by video conferences and shit it's 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 wild
0: that's true but if you could get to a studio i would just get to a studio it just makes life much more easier it's nothing like going to the studio when you need to record some shit
1: yeah but that shit gonna affect concerts and stuff like that Uh, uh, comic cons and stuff It's everything's being done virtual
0: well now they're starting to like give us a little bit more um they're gonna let up the restrictions so we'll see what happens
1: i don't know if it's too soon for that too because you think so this shit still ain't. I mean, we haven't seen I mean, reports. People are of,
0: getting vaccines, but they did say. First of all, what I thought was weird was that so I, my boyfriend's mother got her. She got the two vaccines because she works at a hospital. Right. But when I looked online to go see like when we can get the vaccine, it says people people in our age bracket can't get it until May third. And you can't even get it if you have an underlying condition. So, even if you're like between the ages of like 25 to whatever, you can't get the vaccine if you have an underlying condition. You have to wait until May.
1: Listen, I don't know the rules. I just know when they tell me, hey, it's your turn, I'm gonna get, in, I might get in line. I'm still, you know.
0: I'm,
1: like, I'm I'm still on the fence about you it i don't need know. it
0: to travel so i mean
1: i mean if, if if they make it mandatory then yeah obviously i'm gonna have to get it if i want to go somewhere but if it's like you, you can still pick and choose what you want to do i'm still on the fence about it man because what
0: are you on the fence about
1: it's just about putting shit into my body that they put out in a year like you know when diseases came about you know back in the day we had like time to like come come up with cures and stuff like that but because the economy took a dip and everything is fucked up they want people to go back to work businesses small businesses are going out of business uh large corporations don't get the money that they're used to getting so they want to rush everybody back to work they want everything to turn back into some type of normalcy
0: when you buy food do you look at the back of the ingredients sometimes when you buy fast food do you look at the back of do you look at the ingredients no.
1: But fast food is tried and true. I've been doing this since I was four. I know what bullshit I'm putting on my body. My mama <laughs> gave it to me. I'm pretty sure my mama ain't trying to kill me. My mama cool. She don't like me sometimes, but I would I would think she ain't trying to oh, kill me. Gosh. But it's just like some shit that they rushed out in a year.
0: But they had then, to rush it out in, in a year. Like,
1: they have to do shit. <laughs>
0: they had to. Otherwise, people were just gonna continue to die and we were gonna continue to be in the same no, space that we we're in right now.
1: Because what they did was America has too much freedom, first of all. What they did in other really countries, nice. I'm just get, saying, get, get ready. I, I'm just saying in get other countries, in other countries, what they did is they locked everybody down for like three to six months. Don't go nowhere. If you need food, somebody will bring it to you. You go out in sections or whatever the fuck. Everybody was locked down. Nothing was moving. Right. And then in a, in a lot of countries, in a lot of places, there are zero cases. Everybody is back to normal. Us, we don't listen to shit. We don't want to put on a mask. We think it's a fucking political statement. People going outside, you know, knowing they sick. People still not doing the six feet thing. It's we got too much freedom here. And then we when when, 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 when Trump was in office, he didn't tell nobody to hey lock down, you know, chill out for a second. We're going to get this shit under control because one, nobody knew what the fuck this was. And two, nobody likes to lose money. So it was like, hey, go do what you got to do. Just be safe. <laughs> Look what happened. What we a, we a year in? Half a million people dead. What fucking upwards of twelve million cases? Like, what did we really do? What did we save? I'm just saying, rushing some shit out in a year, like a year.
0: I don't know. I'm gonna take it. I mean, God I've speed. seen enough. I've <laughs> Godspeed, I've seen enough people take it to where I can, you know, decipher whether or not it's something that I should be taking. But I feel like it's the same thing with the flu shot. Um. It could be. So. But do you, you notice? Just, you just prey on it. Like, so. do you know
1: anybody that's had, like, a major cold or, like, the flu this year? Like, this this, this past year. No. Uh, you know why? Because <laughs> everybody okay. had masks mask and was washing their hands washing their ass. Everybody was staying they safe. They should
0: have been washing their ass and their hands, first You'd of all.
1: You'd be surprised.
0: Yeah, I know. But.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, all these precautions. Like, if you see nobody caught the flu and all this shit, why don't you treat corona the same way? You can still catch the shit.
0: I seen this lady go into the grocery store like this. Guys, I have my hand over my mouth. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? She was white. But Mm -hmm. they they ain't saying nothing to her. White
1: people have (laughs) the caucasity at all times. The
0: caucasity.
1: To just be just. White people get to do what they want. Like, the problem with white people is. They're not used to being told told what to do and they feel it's oppression. And that's fucked up. I
0: never thought about that.
1: They don't like people already don't that's why that's why everybody's been fucking traveling and doing whatever they want to do. They've been having rallies about the mask mandate and shit like that. White people aren't used to being told what to do. They're used to just being, you know, forgiven for things. They're used to just being, you know, being able to go free or they do what they want. They feel like slaves. Then what they feel like slaves. Wow. And it and it's not. <laughs> Even on the same fucking plane field <laughs> It's a mask Why are you in a grocery store for a half hour You're gonna die You you can't breathe It's a fucking child doing it that's 5 years old Don't complain now once just listen to their mom You grown ass 50 something year old woman Can't wear a mask for 30 minutes You can't wear a mask while you in a, on a train for, a, for, for an hour Like it's not that hard We got too much freedom
0: Yeah that's your point Did you uh, watch Judas and the Black Messiah?
1: I did.
0: Let's unpack it.
1: Oh man, Judas is motherfucker.
0: Alert for anybody who has not. Man, spoiler alert for fucking some shit that happened in the nineteen (laughs) sixties. Fred Hampton died. (laughs) I don't think everybody knew like to the extent of like how everything happened because I didn't know. I didn't know that like they gave him like some fucking sleeping pills to take and then they went in there and just shot him all the fuck up. Like
1: Mm -hmm. I knew that part. It was the parts I didn't know, I didn't know about the rainbow um coalition that he was trying to put together with like the whites and oh, the uh yeah, the, Spanish the Spanish people. Spanish, yeah. I didn't I had no clue about that. And then the fact that he was able to do it and they was able to um rally on like a town hall or something like or, or like the steps of like a town hall. Mm-hmm. Had no clue about that. Um everything else I pretty much oh no, I I thought that they had killed his girl. I didn't know that she was still alive and she actually had the child. I did not know that so there is a fred hampton jr and his mom is still alive so i yeah. had no clue about that but everything else i pretty much knew i think after crazy enough i think after jay-z said i went and looked up fred hampton where he said i arrived on the, on the day fred hampton died and that was in a song in like some um, in the early 2000s whatever
0: you have to really love somebody to be pregnant and to cover them
1: yo it's while of-
0: there's being shots fired
1: I mean, you gotta. That's that's what dying for the cause was. Like they don't make niggas like they used to. They don't make. They, sure they don't make women or niggas like they used to no more. Like to Willet because she knew what Fred stood for and she knew what was going on with Fred. So Only twenty one. Like,
0: they
1: don't make niggas like they used to. I heard somebody. I heard somebody compare uh, Fred Hampton and NBA Young Boy. What? No, but it's just like they're both twenty one. And like the 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 Is that the
0: only comparison? Yeah, that that that, that's the only
1: comparison. Just the vast difference in like the mindset of a twenty-one year old that's leading a revolution, and this young rapper with fucking seven baby mamas and like nine kids. Yeah. And then like it, and then that makes you think about what you was doing at twenty-one. It was like I wasn't nowhere near as militant minded as these motherfuckers, but we didn't grow up through the same struggle, so we don't have that part of our brain.
0: We um during thanksgiving i went over to aaron's house and his brother is very like well educated um but like he's a very well educated man who like didn't actually like he did well in school but like you know that if he really applied himself he could have been like just uh, this amazing person he's still an amazing person but he is like the way he speaks about just black people in general is like Mm. so amazing. But like, I didn't understand what he was saying until I actually watched this movie because we were talking about Obama and how he felt like Obama didn't do anything when he was in the office. And he was like, you have to be like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Like you have to be able to like die for the cause and die for your people. He just didn't feel like Obama was doing that. And I was like, well, why does he have to be the person to do that? And he was Mm -hmm. like, it's not going to get done unless somebody else is going to do it. Like we haven't had somebody else like that in a very long time and i didn't understand it but now like after watching this movie i was like damn he was kind of right like
1: i mean one life saves millions yeah but it's fucked up because we haven't had a leader like that since then we we haven't had because i felt i feel like well what from from what the movie portrayed of fred hampton he was a little amalgam and a little martin mm-hmm. like he from chicago he with the fuck shit but it's like yeah i want to talk to you Really, like I don't. I really don't want to have have to resort to the fuck shit. Yeah. But I feel like since then we've tried to appoint people like that. We tried to appoint like oh Jesse Jackson. We tried to appoint Obama. You know, we try to you know look at certain people as these people that we should be able to follow. And we we should be able to you know to to lean on if we need some type of uh like support or like the good word or just like that you know that umph to keep fighting. Mm-hmm. And we just never had that shit since then because. Things have gotten better. Not a lot better, but it's just like things have gotten more fair to where we didn't have to fight like Malcolm and Martin and Fred. Like we didn't have to go through the same struggle and strife. Like they, like, like the days of hoses and shit is that shit is over. Yeah. Dogs being sicked on us is over, but you know, it, it's going to take, it's going to take one person to get killed for it to happen. And I've been saying this for a while. It's going to take somebody, celebrity child to get like killed or it'll be like a real revolution or some shit.
0: Yeah, because it's not enough that regular people, yeah. kids are getting killed. I mean, even though it's it's being televised, but <clears throat> it's still not enough.
1: It's not enough because we've seen it time and time again. And then, you know, we we become complacent. You know, the George, George Floyd trial is happening sometime in April or late this month or something like that. And it's going to be televised on TV. But it's like... We feel so far removed that we should still be angry and probably still be rioting. We should probably still be, you know, trying to get into legislation and stuff like that. But we—it's so far removed from our brain. It's like we don't like we care, but we don't really, really care.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's the sad shit. Like they—they they kept a they foot on motherfuckers' necks. They killed George Floyd like that. We should be the most upset.
0: It's, we saw it on TV. It's hard because people are trying to deal with being an activist and keeping their mental health in check and being there for just people in general. So, like, how do you how do you balance all of that?
1: You got to go to one side or the other. Where there's no straddling the fence with this. You got to be either willing to die for the cause or you're going to get the fuck out of the way and march with everybody else. You gonna Because to give your life for something is the ultimate sacrifice. So, Martin knew he was going to get killed. Mm-hmm. Malcolm knew he was going to get killed. Fred knew he was going to get killed. Didn't know how, didn't know when. They just knew I'm here for one thing, to spread the word, try to get my people as much freedom, as, as many rights as they can before I go. And hopefully when I go, somebody picks up that torch and they carry that on. Them niggas died. What happened? <laughs> Everybody got scared. Like, I ain't dying. Nobody's willing to die. Got too much living to do.
0: I wonder if there's some type of comparison between um, Biggie and Tupac as well.
1: Extraordinary human beings, yeah. 24
0: and 25 when they died, and even it,
1: 33 when he died. They, when life, life has a funny way of taking our orators
0: yeah. and
1: killing them or silencing them. Either they put them in jail or they wind up dying. I'm not saying it's all all a conspiracy. Nip was just some hip some hood shit that went wrong. Uh Biggie and Pac was some gang shit that went wrong. I don't think it was like a conspiracy from the white man to kill him and shit. But it's just the fact that every time we get a voice, we be like, yeah, that's the one, and then they, and, th- and then they get snuffed out. We can't we can't win at this point. We just need we need somebody <laughs> to to finish the job, then you can move on.
0: What does that somebody look like? <sighs>
1: I really, somebody, I, I really think it's somebody. I really think somebody white. You think so? I don't think we can fight our own battles. We like it's impossible for the oppressed. It's, it's, it's impossible for, for the oppressed to fight oppression and win. We've been trying. It's not working. So we need another way. So we need somebody that's that has the power and the skin tone <laughs> to actually speak up on these issues that we've been ranting raving about since damn near we got here. And for him to put those things in action, I'm not saying he has to be like down with the brothers. I'm just saying there's no right from wrong and just speak truth to power. It's not because it, we've been doing it. We've been getting killed. We've been getting shunned. We've been putting been put in jail. Yeah, we we've been trying this shit for so long. We need something else. But who's going to be that white person to be ousted? You're going to be outed by your people and then have to be accepted by a whole new whole nother group of people gain their trust. And then fight the cause. It's it's a hard battle that nobody wants to take, but I think that's what has to happen.
0: Hmm. It's not.
1: It's not going to happen no other way.
0: I don't know how I feel about that, because I feel like here we go again with another white person trying to save black people. We can't fix the problem. That we didn't start. Yeah. How the fuck are we going to fix
1: racism and oppression where we're the ones being uh, profiled and being oppressed? We can't fix this.
0: But they they're trying to do that now. So these corporations and even it's like pandering, <clears throat> some people would say it's them trying to fix the problem. It's bullshit. You know what I mean?
1: Cause they didn't do start doing this shit till after something happened. They didn't start doing this shit till after the George Floyd shit happened. Then you see all these companies acknowledging women because they, they wrote, they went down a checklist. Like, all right, what the fuck offends people? All right. Gender mm-hmm. equality, racism, LGBTQ issues, uh, fucking animals Like whatever the fuck They just went down A checklist and shit Like alright We gonna get in front of this Before something happens So it looked like We was You know Always with y'all Now they wanna Represent people on like Different websites During Black History Month They wanna
0: Yeah I think that's bullshit I also re- I also started seeing That there's more like Interracial couples In commercials now Yeah they like uh, they
1: putting a, a lot of more A lot more gay people In, in commercials yeah. Couples and shit There's a lot more Interracial ads In commercials Like we We I don't know if everybody else don't see it or just they just choose to ignore it, but I see the play. Y'all niggas ain't low.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this shit, this shit, be making me angry sometimes. Cause like, I feel like white people like. So I, I we had the unapologetically radical conference. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. The majority of the people that were in attendance mm-hmm. were white people, right? And I just feel like black people need to be a little bit more involved mm-hmm. because these white people will come to these events like this and they'll soak up all the energy that's in here. But like, what are they doing afterwards? Mm-hmm. Are you just going to these type of things? Just be like, Oh yeah, I was there with such a great event, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What are you doing afterwards? It's the same thing with these companies. Like you're putting out all this information. You want to give back to people, but are you doing this on a like consistent basis? Like, is mm. this a every year thing, every month thing, or is it just, just for the now? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's bullshit because I've, I've been in situations where like I've, I've been at jobs and I've said, Hey, I remember this one time this lady said to me at my last, my, the last, the last job I just left, mm. she thought it was really funny. And she said, Hey, you want to hear a story? And I was like, yeah, sure. She was like, now nah, her son is like in his fifties now. Mm. This lady was an older lady. She said she was white and she said one time when my son was younger, um, he came home and said that this girl had been, um, been bullying him and I told him to just make fun of her. So he came home the next day and was like, ha ha mom, I told her that she had railroad tracks on the top of her head. And I looked at <laughs> her and I said,
1: that's pretty racist. What? So she had cornrows.
0: She had cornrows. So she, she was cracking up. And I was like, I went to my manager who was also white and I told him, he was like, oh, well, you know, she's retiring in a couple of months. So like, the fuck is that, man? (laughs) You cannot brush shit like that under the rug and expect for people to still want to be at that. Now I was, I stayed at that job but I ended up transferring. But it was the same thing when I went to the next location. Like, they didn't value me. Like, I would tell them all the time, like, there was instances where like a guy came in, he had a hoodie on, and then the white security guard was asking him like where he was going, and he was like I'm going to therapy, and he kept harassing him, and like no one thought that there was a problem with it, and I was like dog, do y'all not see that he's being harassed right now? Mm-hmm. They're like oh no, the security guard is just doing his job. No, the fuck he's not. No, he's
1: not He's profiling
0: somebody. <laughs> yeah, like how do y'all not how do y'all not see this? See those those are the wrong white people. <laughs> those those so, so. And, and these are the people that are leading. Are trying to lead this, this change. And it's just like, but you're really not.
1: I mean, at this point, we've tried, you know, we tried to shine a light on, on to other races that don't get it. It was like, yo, this is hurtful. This is racist. This is offensive. And they just don't get it. <clears throat> and what you was talking about before, where you feel like you saw more white people than you saw black people at your event, black people, well, people don't care about shit until it directly affects them because I've seen so many instances where it's like, for example, right? Like a lot of people be on like that thug hood shit. They be throwing up sets, doing all that shit. You know, they be out in the streets doing whatever they be doing, right? So when somebody they know get killed, oh, we need to chill with the gun violence are we killing each other, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about shit until it directly affects them. Like... When a natural disaster happens somewhere, like this is an old Patrice O'Neill joke where he was talking about, I'm trying to give a fuck about this shit, but I just can't. It was like, you know, you hear about like a hurricane sweeping through somewhere and just killing a bunch of people. It's like, ah, oh, I should care about this, but I really don't. <laughs> it's like until it directly affects you, until it directly affects something that you have, that, that you're a part of, you just really don't care. It's like out of sight, out of mind thing. Mm-hmm. Like that George Floyd shit, we just all happen to be home when it happened. So we all got angry. Some of us wanted to just tear up shit, just to tear up shit. Some of us was really angry at what happened. So you know how you said that it makes you angry. Imagine somebody taking that anger and amplifying that times like five, and that's where you get somebody up, get somebody that stands up, and then they start fighting for the cause, and they you know start being vocal, and they start making change, and that's where you get the revolutionary from. It makes them Ooh, that fucking angry. You but are then scared. But then to die. I don't want to die. I have, I have a bigger cause. I have kids. I have a sick mom. I have, I just don't want to die. <laughs> like, I, that's, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, it's this, this tough.
1: I don't know what it's going to take, but we need to find out soon because with, with Trump just leaving office, we pulled the veil back on a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of racism, a lot of underlying racism, a lot of covert racism just a lot that we didn't know was there but until this motherfucker came into the office and you know said what he said and he rallied all those people then we saw the shit oh y'all still out here y'all just y'all just cloaked y'all was just hiding
0: does it make you like look at white people like obviously not all white people are the same i do feel like they are a, a lot of them are very privileged um and a lot of them also it's like how could you not know that this was going on how could it, how could you not see this?
1: White people grow way different than us. I I feel like all the time like we have two different internet services, like it's a white internet and black internet, and I don't know where the fuck. Like white people never cross over to ours, but the way we grow, we're always exposed to different types of people. Like early on, I was exposed to Spanish people, Asian people, Haitian, Jamaican, you know, all these dips in different races. Like this whole melting pot of people. A lot of people, the the white people that we run into, they stay secluded to just white people. They don't really run into people of different races in schools, shopping markets, sporting events, wherever the fuck. In everyday life, they don't run into black people. So when they grow up like that and then they get into the real world, they just think they can live their normal white life the same way with everybody else. And it don't happen like that. Like like they'll see somebody with fucking dreadlocks and want to touch my hair. Get the don't fuck away from me! <laughs> don't touch me! <laughs> don't even get me started on that. It's it's they. It's rooted in ignorance, and yeah. some people learn, but like like it's trial by fire. Sometimes some people don't want to learn. Sometimes it's trial by fire. You're just put into a, a situation and you're forced to adapt and learn right on the spot to know that's not right. That's offensive. That's racist, and they didn't know. Now they know. But it's just like you should have had some. Type of training beforehand, but the way you grew up didn't allow that.
0: Yeah, did you? Um, there's a movie on Netflix called Moxie. Mm-hmm. Amy Poehler um directed it. It's pretty good. Um, so it's basically about like there's these high schoolers, and there's this list that happens where the guys make a list of like all the girls. So it's like best ass, best rag, blah blah blah. Mm. And Amy Poehler's daughter. Get so upset with this list that she decides to make like a magazine, almost starting like a revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but she stays mon- anonymous, and um, an- a lot of girls were like reaching out to her, um, basically just saying, like, I need help, I was raped, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, she, you know, she her best friend takes the fall for being moxie, mm-hmm. and her best friend, who is I-, I think she might be Chinese, I'm not really sure Chinese or Asian um she said you're very privileged because there's a lot of things that you're able to do as a white woman that i'm not able to do mm-hmm. and for that reason alone that is why you should have not been a coward and you should have came forward and said you were this person mm. so towards the end she goes and she stands up in front of everybody to like they do a walk out at the end she stands up and she tells everybody like i'm moxie and this is why i started this um revolution or whatever um and then at the end, like this black girl goes up there and she's just like, I'm a black girl. This is my natural hair. Don't touch my hair. And I was like, you know what? After you saying what you said, it has to be a white person. Maybe it does have to be a white person.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm, this. I'm telling you, white people have to solve the problem that they created. It is no other way. Because, like I said before, they grow they grow up in this bubble and they don't go outside that bubble, but until they become adults or they're exposed to like some other world somehow that's when they get their first taste of like other cultures and like you know (laughs) like the joke a lot of times like white people don't season their food and then when you know they go eat somewhere else like pepper or spicy to them or some shit like they don't grow up the same that we do we're exposed to way more (laughs) Yeah. some of it traumatic some of it actually helps in real life like we learn how to talk to people We learn how to, you know, just just normal kid shit that you learn as a kid. Like, they don't learn that shit. They don't, like... Well, I mean, they
0: they never had to. Like They they never never had to. Their parents never had to tell them, like, because your name is Apple, like, you're going to get so many people are going to look at you or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they've never had to experience stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to sit down with, like, a white person and just be like, what are some of the things that your parents taught you when you were very young? Like, did they have to tell you, like, don't walk the streets with, like, a hood <laughs> on your head, like, these are things that you guys never had to experience, and it's just...
1: Yeah, it's, it's... Fucked up. It's always gonna be fucked up until somebody changes it. I don't I don't, I don't, know if it's the news, too, because the news is part of that stigma of black people are scary, we do this, like, we shoot people a mile and a minute, we rob, steal, do all this shit. Like, not all black people are fucking hoodlums and criminals and drug addicts and ball players and, you know, rappers and all this shit. That's like, a fact. Like... People do mad other shit. It's just... That's another thing, too. TV. When, you, when you're when you white and you're in that bubble, and all you have is TV, and the TV gives you the universe, they give you a a stereotype of any race. Like, all Chinese people will get that mad. They know karate. All black people jump high, play basketball. All women, you know, are, you know, helpless, and, you know, they belong in the kitchen. Like, whatever the fuck. Like, they get all that shit from TV.
0: I was, um... <laughs> I was at Taco Daddy over the weekend. And shout out to Daisha, because Daisha was there. If anybody who knows who knows who that is. Beautiful girl. Daisha, I um I was using the bathroom. I didn't know this is Daisha at the time. Using the bathroom and I overheard this white girl saying, Oh my god, you are so pretty. Uh you look like somebody, but don't get offended when I'm gonna tell you who you look like. <laughs> and oh. she goes, Who oh, I'm not gonna get offended. She's like, You look like Saweetie. And Daisha was like, "Oh, thank you. I appreciate that." Uh-huh. But I'm like, "Dog, Daisha is beautiful, but uh-huh. she looks nothing like Sweetie." What's the Instagram? I don't know. Let me, let me, let me see. But she, um, let me see if I can send it to you. She looks nothing like Sweetie, right? But I, I'm just like, "Wow, do y'all really think that like
1: we all look alike? We
0: all look alike because yeah, this, much. this is, this crazy. It's
1: it's <laughs> 'cause because they have nothing to assimilate us to." nah she's pretty but she looked nothing like sweetie she looked
0: nothing <laughs> like her just like did you because she had a wig on and like her makeup was done did that make you feel like she looked like her like yeah
1: light skin <laughs> had a
0: wig on whatever that's it
1: makeup yeah to her she's like yo that's the only light-skinned black person i see in social media or on tv is sweetie so you know what you like sweetie
0: i remember this white girl told me that i look like remy ma and i was like what. Nigga, when I
1: had uh, cornrows, nigga said I look like ludicrous. I don't look nothing like, because I had braids, I look like ludicrous <laughs> now. I look like every nigga with braids now. I look like oh, Luda, I look like Nick goodness. Cannon. I look like I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I don't know. I, don't I, know I, I did have a white girl on the mall say a- ask me if I was somebody, like somebody famous. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Kind of kind of boosting my confidence for the day. I was like, I look good today.
0: I look good today. I look fucking
1: amazing today. Why do
0: they? I don't even understand why they think that that's okay. Why can't they you don't just know no tell better. somebody they look beautiful? Like, instead of telling them that they look like somebody, they
1: don't ha- So, you know, certain skills that we grow up with as black people, like, as black, like, younger growing up, I learned how to talk to people because when I talk crazy to somebody, he punched me in my face. I knew how to talk to people from now on to not get punched in my face.
0: So you they pe- gotta get punched in the face.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't hurt. It would hurt them, but it wouldn't hurt the situation. But I'm just saying they don't grow up learning just certain things. They don't they don't realize they like them trying not to be racist is them is, is being racist. Yeah. Like they they take cues from I guess social media or what they hear third party and then they try to use that in public, it just never goes over well. Like we learn they they just learn way different than us, and they weren't learn way later than us. Like we know how to deal with white people, they don't know how to deal with us at all. It's a lot of times with with cops how they send these fucking white police officers from wherever the fuck they from, like Upper Connecticut or like Manch, like, like wherever the fuck some affluent white neighborhood, and, they, and then they become cops, and then they, and then they got to patrol a fucking ghetto or yeah. some type of hood, and then you don't know nothing about black people. Yeah. So all you know is you just see poverty, you see. Everybody looks like a fucking criminal. And it's and like you, you don't scared to be in and that neighborhood. So and then you are scared. And then what shoot. happens? What happens when? Thank you. you. When you get scared, your first reaction is to shoot. You don't know nothing about the neighborhood. You don't know nothing about these people. You just assume. You just know what you say on TV and what somebody else told you. That's it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's it's. We can't fix the problem. <laughs> we can't. We need white people on our side. Just learn. Just know right from wrong. Know what we've been going through. Ask ask somebody. Do your research, do your Googles. It's not that fucking hard. And
0: it's all there. Like. Everything
1: is accessible. It's all there. From the earliest, the earliest site I've seen of racism was Rodney King. And I knew then something was wrong. So Rodney King was beat up by white cops and it was filmed by an Asian man. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, something's wrong here. And then just to know that unless Rodney King killed somebody or something else egregious to that nature, he didn't deserve to get hit with them batons as many times as he got hit. And then for him to be let off, well, well, the the cops to be let off, and then how they rioted L.A., and I was mad because I couldn't go to L.A. that summer, that something's wrong. Like, as a kid, I knew something was wrong.
0: You having beautiful black daughters, do you fear for them?
1: Yeah, all, all the time. I fear that you know i fear for them as women i fear for them as black women and i fear for them as children because you know you want to have a conversation with them but you don't want want them to use that lose that childlike innocence like mm-hmm. so quick you 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 just don't want to railroad them with the real world that quick it's like ah right, you see the world a certain way let's you know try to keep this up as long as possible but at certain at, at a certain point life gets real like my 6 year old well she's 5 my 5 year old let her be a fucking kid as long as she wants. She believes in Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, all that good shit. My ten year old, she don't believe none of that Santa Claus shit. She learned about sex. She learned about all this different stuff. But it's like at some point we gotta have that race conversation where it's like, you too have to be, you know, careful when you go out there. I don't want you to live up to these stereotypes that they put on black people or black women. I don't want you to be, you know, uh looked at as angry. I don't want you to be looked at as like soft or like a damsel in distress i don't want you to be looked at like you know i don't i don't want them to hang around the wrong boys and be like oh that lifestyle looks funnier then you you know by proxy get killed or get caught up in some shit like that shit happens a lot too and it's i don't want to have that conversation yet i think i'm close to it with my 10 year old not yet though like i'm, I'm letting her be a kid for as long as possible because i know how soon life hit me and how fast i had to you know reevaluate how i was moving in life
0: how soon did life hit you
1: um maybe about like eight or nine.
0: Oh, so she's past yeah she age. is she's yeah. ten,
1: like we because i was outside more we the first person i know so the, the Roddy key thing happened when i was in like 92 93 i knew something was wrong with that but then i lived in Bridgeport. i lived next to the terrace that's just a, like one of the worst hoods in connecticut or whatever And my neighbor across the street, she had three sons. All of them killed. Uh And all of them killed. By the time I moved on the block, she had one son, dude named Marty. Coolest nigga ever. He was like 14, 15. He used to fix mopeds and shit. Marty was cool. Coolest nigga I ever met. Little did I know, Marty was about that life. Went in the hood one day, did some bullshit, got shot. Never seen Marty again. See people across the street, people crying, black suits. You know, people back and forth. Mom on the porch just sobbing and weeping. Ask my mom what happened. Marty got killed. Why did Marty get killed? Somebody shot Marty. Why did they shoot Marty? I don't know. So it was like that's the, that's the first concept of death that I had. Yeah. So it was like somebody shot him. Don't know why. But then as you get older, you hang out in the hood. People came around guns, people got, you know, beefs about money, women, territory, whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck Marty did that day and what led up to him dying, now Marty's gone.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. now so
1: now I'm like, why, why, why I don't see my friend no more? My mother had to break that to me. It was <clears> like, yo, <throat> he's, he's gone, he's never going back. I
0: would say I was a little sheltered. Um, Cause we lived in New York and we were in Queens, but my grandmother and my aunts and stuff, they were in Brooklyn. And probably the reason why my mom moved out here was because she was going to get married, but also she wanted a better life for us outside of New York because it was just a lot going on out there. Um, But we lived in Bloomfield, so I would say Bloomfield's a little bit sheltered. But once I got into, like, when I got into middle school, they were like, by the time you get to high school, you're going to have friends that's in jail, you're going to have friends that's dead, like, friends doing drugs. And I was just like, no, that's not going to happen. Yep. When I got to high school, that's when things changed because people, people started yeah, having sex. People started being their own person. So that means that they were hanging out in the hood. They were doing all these different things, smoking, mm. drinking. Um, So, you know, we, we had a friend that passed away. He ended up getting shot mm-hmm. over. I don't, we don't even know what it was, but he was just caught in like the crossfire. He got shot. The whole school heard about it that was just a a terrible thing the next day everybody was at school fucking sobbing you know what i mean like
1: that shit happened in my school too
0: it's just it's it's hard i mean i'm thankful that i was i was sheltered but I, i would have probably liked to have more of a discussion about race when i was a little bit younger because when i got a little bit older it just seemed like why is this happening -hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't understand, and it might be, it might be different because my father passed away when I was only like nine months, Mm -hmm. so my mom really didn't, she didn't really have time to educate me on all these other stuff. She had to make sure she was still young. She had to make sure that, you know, I was taken care of.
1: I mean, your your mom knew the bullshit that was coming.
0: They till this day they (laughs) showed to me about what exactly happened to my father. I just knew that he was shot, and my aunt had to identify him. Like. My grandmother doesn't talk about it. My mom will very. It's very often, very like seldom like they will talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then it, it gets to the point where it's a little sad because I'm just like, damn, I never really knew any of this at all.
1: Because they have to relive Because telling that story again is very traumatic. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure your mama loved him. His family loved him. So it was kind of hard to bring that up again. Yeah. So it was kind of like we had. So we had to relive that day and not leave anything out just to let you know who your dad was. Yeah. And that's hard. Cause, Because you you probably have a picture of your dad, like, in in your head, like, who he kind of was. And they don't want to shatter that. Yeah. So, I mean, but at some point you're going to have to know just, you know, to, you know, just know the truth. But from right now, they're trying to protect themselves and you. Yeah. So just just look at it like that.
0: It's hard, man. I wish that mothers and fathers didn't have to go through this shit that they have to go through. And even with just thinking about, like, myself or when I have kids, like... That shit is going to be hard. You
1: can't because they go to school. Yeah. They wind up going to school and they run into somebody that's not as educated as your child, (sighs) not as cultured, not as whatever. And they wind up downloading that bullshit into their hard drive. Then that becomes a part of them. What they start seeing, what they start hearing, what they start watching becomes becomes a part of them now. Now when they come to you with the questions, you can't shy away from it. Because obviously, if they have a question, they've seen something. They they just want to know what it is and not get the wrong idea because a lot of us get the wrong idea about a lot of shit from third parties yeah. people that don't know or just people you know giving off the wrong information
0: those are just courage conversations that you have to keep having with you know your kids and just people around you
1: every time they come up
0: every time
1: and it's, and, it, and, it, and it sucks it's hard <laughs> it's, it's hard to have those conversations with, with, with people that you love because sometimes you can see like the break in them yeah. Like, you can see the point where their world just does a 180. It was like, what I thought it was, it ain't.
0: hmm
1: And you especially don't want to do that to kids. But at some point, they not kids no more. Yeah. So, that is life. <laughs> a, that in a, in is a
0: life. Man. So, we went from talking about friendships.
1: was a full spectrum of shit to, today. Yeah, friendships <laughs>
0: to... Marvel to racism
1: Yeah It was a It was a a Whole lot of ups and downs It was a fucking rollercoaster Of a a show
0: Kind of like this year Well last year Last year Last year definitely Um I felt like Towards the end of every episode I wanted to like Highlight black businesses Um I kind of don't want to do that I feel like everybody's (laughs) doing it (laughs) I feel like everybody's doing it i feel like i do it enough on my instagram page so i'm just gonna give y'all some like self-care tips there's a really great thing called a weighted mask eye mask Mm. this shit is amazing i'm gonna get you one next time we come i'm gonna i'm gonna have one for you okay i'll take it it's fucking amazing because it's like it's obviously satin on the on the side that you put for your eyes so you know you, you your skin doesn't get damaged or anything Mm -hmm. but it's weighted so it helps with migraines and it helps you fall asleep faster you can get it either like one that you can warm up one that you can put in the freezer so it's cold it's amazing when i tell you like every night before i go to bed i put this on i'm knocked out within five minutes oh shit it's fucking amazing. It's kind of like a weighted blanket, but it's for your eyes. Mm. So if anyone has ever tried a weighted blanket and has loved it, you are going to love the weighted eye mask. So that's my self-care tip for the week. Never even heard of that shit, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued, Yeah, man. I'm, def- I'm going to order one for you on Amazon. Got you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's all I got for today, guys. I'm sorry that, that this episode is late, but it's life. Yeah. Um... And play as fuck up.
1: Yeah. Play as fuck up, man. Life happens. So Allow allow life to happen.
0: This this will be out when it's out.
1: <laughs> Basically.
0: I'm just going to be here with y'all, you know? And that's just that. You got any tips for them?
1: Uh, tips for y'all.
0: you don't got to be a tip. Just nah. say this on your mind, you know? Uh, tell
1: tell people you love them. <laughs> tell, tell the people that you care about, that you care about them. Let people know that they're important to you, because at this point in life, I don't know the age range of everybody, but a lot of shit has been happening to people. I've been seeing a lot of people my age get, like, cancer. I've been seeing people younger than me die from things that I thought old people died from. I've been seeing a lot of death, and that's been weighing on me heavy, too, so, you know, your parents are getting older, you know a lot of your your elders are you know they don't have that much time left just tell people that you love them you care about them you appreciate them um just tech tech text your friend that you know you haven't talked to in a while just see if they're okay you know even even if y'all are are not on the best of terms just like hey you know yada yada I'm just checking checking to make sure you're good just check on people love on people people need it more than you know. You might you might make somebody day.
0: Yeah, you made my day the other day. I you did? checked on me. I yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, I okay. was like, Dan, it's been a little lonely. Like, <laughs> he was like, your boyfriend. I'm like, I talk to him every single day. It's just not the same. Like, oh okay. But yeah, yeah. Man, that's what I try.
1: To, I try to check on people, man. I just try to say, Yo, what up? You, you good? You know, I ain't, I ain't trying to have no long drawn out convo. I just, just want to make sure you good, everything good. I yeah. love you, peace. That's it.
0: Alright, y'all. We'll see y'all.
1: See y'all whenever.
0: See y'all. That's love.